0: Hello guys welcome and this is evita with flying blind podcast where i talk about how i am 36 and have no idea what the f i'm doing with my life thank you so much for tuning in today and here you will join me on my journey in figuring things out and on helping you feel good about your own very unique journey my hope is for all of us to feel inspired to get out and fly every single day So today I want to talk about habits. It's really important, I believe, to have habits that keep you grounded, and that is what I want to talk about with all of you guys today. Even though I have kind of a unpredictable life, like many of you also do, and I'm living this kind of, sometimes a little bit of a chaotic life, I do find that it's really important for me to remain in a good place, physically mentally emotionally and spiritually and in order to do this I have had to implement some habits every single day and they have really helped me achieve balance in a life that can be a little bit all over the place and that is why I'm, I feel I'm able to live the life that I live Maybe you can take a few of these and implement them in your life and I'm hoping that you can achieve a little bit more peace, a little bit more equilibrium in your everyday life. So there are six habits that I want to share with all of you guys today. The first habit that I want to start off with is waking up early. I know a lot of you guys already have to do this for work and even if you already do wake up early, it's really such a great idea to get up even just a few minutes earlier than you normally get up, and there are several reasons for this. Early in the morning, you're probably already rushing to get out of the door. You just feel really flustered, that's when you drop things, that's when you spill your coffee, that's when you don't have time to eat breakfast. If you do eat breakfast, it's just not a nice way to start the day, so getting up a few minutes earlier will keep you from being in that rushed, stressful state before you even leave the house. If you maybe aren't a person that has to get up super, super early, it is a great thing to start doing. Maybe not because you need to get out of the door at a certain time or that early, but because it actually gives you some time to do some productive things in the morning. And for myself, I have created a routine that has been really beneficial for me in a lot of ways. And even if I don't have anything to do that day or if I don't have any appointments or clients until even in the afternoon, I generally get up. the same time every day and do my morning routine i feel so much more at peace i feel so much more calm and if i do have things going on in the morning i do my best to try to get all of these things done in the morning because i just feel super super accomplished and i just feel good and part of what I do in my morning routine, and I would suggest for all of you guys, is to get up and do gratitude journaling. It really only takes two or three minutes. I have a journal that I write in every single morning, uh, with the exception of times where you know I travel or go on vacation and don't take my journal with me or I forget it. In that case, I usually do it on the notepad in my phone. But what I do is I just list what I'm grateful for three to five things sometimes more the majority of the time this list has a lot of the same things on it a lot of the times it's i'm grateful for waking up this morning i'm grateful for my bed i'm grateful for coffee i'm grateful for my dog i'm grateful for friends and family right now that it's ridiculously hot i'm grateful for air conditioning it can be whatever you're feeling and and i really truly take the time to not just listings for the sake of listing things but actually putting true thought and sitting and and feeling gratitude for what it is that I'm listing on the piece of paper. It's a great way to start out on a positive note and it gives you reasons to smile. And I can guarantee you, you're just gonna have a better day, a better morning and have better interactions by starting your day off with a little bit of gratitude. Also, if you wake up early in the morning and actually give yourself time to do not just your gratitude journaling, but maybe work on something that is important to you that you might not end up doing in the evening, chances are after you've had a long day, you probably want to go home and like Netflix and chill. So when you start your morning that way, you will just feel so great having already been productive before you even left the house. Another reason that it is great to wake up a little earlier in the morning is so you can just even do something so simple as sitting down and having your cup of coffee or tea or whatever it is that you drink in the morning in peace. Sometimes I'll do it. I'll drink my coffee while I'm doing my gratitude list. Sometimes I won't. Sometimes I'll just journal and sometimes I won't do anything. Sometimes I will just sit and enjoy my coffee and take my time. And it is such a great thing to do first thing in the morning. So there you go. There's number one. Number two is to make your bed in the morning. This might take you back to childhood. I know it kind of does for me because it was a rule. We had to make our bed first thing in the morning and maybe as an adult that's just not something that you want to do. But making your bed really is another great way to feel accomplished in the morning. If you go and google some super successful people you will actually hear them talk about how important it is for them to make their bed first thing in the morning. I know it's not this like huge accomplishment but when you're start your day off like that, it feels good. You can have a completely spick and span room or even a super messy room, but as soon as you make your bed, it looks a lot more organized and a lot more clean, right? So when you have a space that's much more clean and organized, it just feels good. Occasionally, I won't do it first thing in the morning. I might get up and do a couple of other things, but I really do my best to make my bed literally as soon as I get up. And it feels good at the end of the day to get into a made bed. There's just something about a crisply made bed that just feels really good. And so when you do that for yourself, might sound silly, but it actually does something for you psychologically and something for your confidence. So that's another habit, again, that might not seem like it's that important, but it's a habit that feels good. And why not do things for yourself every single day that make you feel a little bit better? I just really feel that all of those little things truly add up in creating a life for you that feels good. So that is habit number two. And I want to share with you number three on my list for habits that will improve your life every single day. A lot of you might already be doing this. Some of you may not. And that is to exercise seems very obvious. This is something that we all know that we should be doing but a lot of us don't or again we let ourselves get caught up in life and don't do it as often as we should. I know for myself that there was a point in time where I was exercising more for vanity reasons. I wanted to look a certain way. I wanted to be a certain size and a certain weight and not that there's anything wrong with those things being part of your motivation. Who doesn't want to look good and feel good in their clothes we all do but there are so many more benefits to exercise when it comes to the quality of your life exercise is so so incredibly crucial and if you're not exercising oh my goodness we all know that when you first start e- exercising that it might be really difficult but we all know how good we feel when we do it especially when it's something you don't feel like doing and you push through and you do it anyways it just feels so good when you're done right i know i feel super accomplished when i'm just not in the mood to exercise but i just get myself there and do what i plan on doing i just feel a thousand times better Better once it's all said and done it doesn't have to be hours in the gym it doesn't have to be hours on the treadmill and lifting these crazy heavy weights exercise doesn't have to be just that there are so many other forms of exercise there are of course different classes at the gym there's Zumba and cycling and yoga um, walking jogging hiking I can go on and on but I think what's really important here is to try different things and really find what you love, find what makes you happy. Because if you're going to the gym and you hate being in the gym and you hate the treadmill or you hate weight machines, chances are you're not gonna stick to it because none of us... Are going to truly be committed to anything that we truly dislike. There was a point in time where I would go to the gym all the time and do the whole cardio machines and weights, and that was fun, that was cool, that was great for a while. But now I go to Orange Theory and I love that because it's high energy. I don't have to think about what I'm doing. I just get myself there, which is of course the hardest part. But once I get myself there, I don't have to think about what I'm doing. The instructor tells me everything that I need to do i get a full body workout it's great i feel great doing it and that's what i love right now who knows i might switch it to something else but the point is is that i have found things that i truly enjoy and that motivate me and i might not always feel motivated to go but i just tell myself that I know I'm going to feel so wonderful when I'm done and that's how I get there. I also love to dance as you guys know as I've mentioned in other episodes. So, you know, I'll occasionally do a dance class or a zumba class or there was a point in time where I would go out dancing every Friday and I would literally be on the dance floor for hours. By the time I got home, I would be drenched in sweat and I was almost always sore the next day. So, I know for sure I was getting my workout in and the point point is, is find what you love and just move. Move your body. You know, take the stairs instead of the escalator. Do activities where you're moving around a little bit more than usual. Just move. You're going to improve the quality of your life so much by implementing exercise and you're just going to feel physically stronger. You're going to feel mentally stronger and also emotionally more stable to be able to handle more things in life. When we come back, I will keep on talking about more habits that you can implement into your life to improve the quality of your life every single day. Hey, everybody. This is Panchito and Mike from the 5 for 5 podcast. And you're currently listening to Flying Blind with Evita. We hope you enjoy it. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerg Media z w e r c media did you get it good the next habit is Meal prepping. Now when I say this, I'm not talking about the same meal in Tupperwares and having the same boring lunch or dinner day in and day out for a whole week. I've done that before. No, I don't like it. I cannot eat the same thing every single day for lunch and dinner. I will get bored out of my mind. Not only that, but I really like to eat. When I say meal prep, I mean pick a day, okay? And I've I like to make this. A habit for myself sometimes I'll do it on Sundays sometimes I'll do it at the beginning of the week it just really depends on what my week is like but go to the store and go with a list of essential items that you know that you're gonna need for the week um what I like to do is go to the store with my list get everything that I need get home and prep before I put things away because if I put things away I'm just not gonna do it so what I like to do is get all my veggies and get all of that, cut up before I put it in the refrigerator. Cut up your carrot steaks, your celery sticks. Um, If you buy like whole heads of broccoli or cauliflower, wash those, cut those up. I know myself and I know how lazy I can be with this sort of stuff. So I buy stuff that's already cut up because I know I'll use it that way and it won't end up in the trash. So have them prepped, have them ready to go. I don't like to necessarily batch cook What I like to do is have things prepared and maybe create different meals throughout the week. I can't do the same meal for lunch every single day because I'll get bored. I won't eat it and it'll end up in the trash and we don't want to waste food. In addition to doing that for your veggies, do that with your fruit, wash it, cut it up. I really like to put fruit on the counter as well because if I see that on the counter, if I'm hungry, I'm going to be more likely to eat that. Just like if I keep Oreos on the counter, guess what? When I'm hungry, I'm going to eat the Oreos. So it's really great to have these things prepped and ready to go for when I get hungry. And that is a great habit to have. Another thing that I like to do is cook beans and rice in bulk. Uh, As I've mentioned in another podcast and some of you listening may know I am vegan, so these are staples for me and also staples for a lot of people, especially if you are Hispanic like me. Those are things that you just kind of have all the time. If I cook a really, really big batch and I know I won't get through it in the week, I'll separate it in small containers and throw it in the freezer. And that's kind of nice too because maybe if I don't have something prepared one night or if I'm just too tired. I can always take something out of the freezer and just defrost it in the microwave and there you go. You have a meal. So that's a really convenient thing to do and also part of what I would consider meal prep. Also, by doing this, you're going to save money because you're not going to just go out and buy something because you have nothing ready or nothing to eat. You're going to save time because you don't have to cook something every single time you want to eat and you don't have to cut up a bunch of veggies every single time you want to eat some veggies. If you have these things prepared, you are definitely going to save a lot of time and you're also going to make some healthier choices. Of course, it's all about balance. Treat yourself. You still need to eat things that you enjoy. Still go out with your friends and enjoy your time. Enjoy your meals. I enjoy what I eat. I enjoy what I drink. And I know that when I'm home, I'm pretty much going to be eating something healthy because I have prepared and I have made a habit of having these healthy things prepared and ready to go at any moment's notice. Habit number five is focusing on self-development. Which has been very crucial in me being able to live the life that I'm living flying blindly and not necessarily knowing how life is going to be but still being okay with whatever life throws at me. Now what does this mean? What I mean by this is Focusing every single day On improving yourself On becoming a better person And there are a lot of ways to do this One of these things One of the tools is reading And of course fiction is great And it has its entertainment value And also has very great, great, great lessons Because of course art imitates life, right? So even from a book that's fictional We could learn a ton from it But when I say reading I'm talking about books on self-improvement and if there are some of you out there that would like some book suggestions or know what maybe I've read you can always hit me up on social media on Instagram or Facebook I'd be glad to share those with you guys or I could even make another podcast just solely on that as well but yes reading reading is something that I feel or that I know has been so instrumental for me and my growth on a very personal level on a spiritual level, Um, but as far as self-improvement is concerned, there's just so much out there that will help you discover who you are, will help you become a better person. It's endless, the the things that you can read out there. Also, there are podcasts like this one that can help improve your life. I love listening to podcasts. I just feel like I gain so much information. And there's also something kind of great about listening to people talk um, and hearing their voices. And it just, there's something that feels really personal about a podcast, which I love, and uh, you can learn so much and grow so much from listening to people and their stories and their knowledge that they're sharing. There are also a ton of courses online, some are free, some are not, but you can find all kinds of stuff out there. Just Google it, you'll find stuff that appeals to you and that resonates with you, and it's just kind of a great thing to kind of jump into. And it's just also great to focus on your own personal growth instead of focusing on the negative stuff. And of course, in your own personal growth, you're going to have to face some of your own demons and maybe not so good habits and things like that. But those are things that you just kind of have to deal with. But it's better to focus on that than to be focusing on gossip or maybe TV that's not so positive and not so great. I mean, I'll be honest. Yes, I do like to watch some what I call quote unquote trash TV. I mean, it's really unnecessary and I do it for the entertainment. You know, sometimes I just need to turn my brain off but for the most part I really try to ingest things that are going to help me become a better person and it's something that I would recommend for you and it has made me a better person and more equipped to handle life. So moving on to my number six recommendation, the habit of mindfulness and meditation. Now I know when I say that some of you guys might not necessarily love that recommendation and you might associate mindfulness and meditation with something other than what it really is and I get that because I had for the longest time a huge misconception of what this truly is. There's absolutely nothing religious about it. It's not just for yogis or for Buddhists or hippies or people. People that are like far out in Zen and that sort of thing. It's not for a specific demographic. Truly, I can honestly say that mindfulness and meditation is for everyone. Mindfulness, actually, the definition of it is a mental state achieved by focusing one's awareness on the present moment while calmly acknowledging and accepting one's feelings, thoughts, and bodily sensations used as a therapeutic technique. So mindfulness is just about awareness. Awareness and it's about not dwelling on past events or stressing about future events, but really focusing on the present moment. And one of the best ways to practice mindfulness and to be in the present moment is via meditation. The definition of meditation is as follows: meditation is a practice where an individual uses a technique such as mindfulness or focusing their mind on a particular object, thought, or activity to train attention. And awareness and achieve a mentally clear and emotionally calm and stable state. So, there you go. That is what meditation is. It's just having self awareness and actually creating peace with the present moment. Now, I'll be honest, meditation was incredibly hard for me to start doing, and to even get myself to do it was really hard. But since I've been meditating, I can tell you it's been a true game changer for me. And everyone that I've spoken to that meditates feels exactly the same way. Meditation can be done by anybody. And again, it's about focusing on the present moment and having peace with the present moment that you are living. And it's about living in the moment, which a lot of us don't do. My suggestion for you though, especially if you've never meditated, is to seek out some guided meditations, which is how I started. You can go on YouTube, you can go on Spotify, there are guided meditations, and there is literally somebody telling you how to breathe, what to focus on, what to think about. It's really a no-brainer, and it's really a great thing, and I can guarantee you, you're going to feel good if you sit down and do it. There are some meditations that are less than five minutes, and there are some that are an hour If you're starting, of course, the shorter the meditation, the easier it's going to be for you. But I suggest that you try it. Some people like to do it in the morning. Some people like to do it at night. I personally love to meditate in the morning. Or if I just have a time of high stress, I like to sit and meditate. Even if it's just for two or three minutes, it always, always, always makes me feel a thousand times better. you're listening to flying blind podcast subscribe like love and follow us at zwerk media at z w e r c media did you get it good So those are all of my habits that I wanted to share with you guys. And really when it comes down to it, it's about taking care of yourself. It's about having enough self-love and self-care to create habits that can help you in life and help you be on your path and be more productive and feel better and create more peace. These habits will help you maintain your physical, your mental, emotional, and spiritual health. And I really hope that you can take something from this podcast and implement it into your life. And I would love to hear your feedback if any of these habits helped you at all or had any sort of effect on you. But before I leave you, like every single other time, I want to leave you with a quote by the well-known Aristotle. And he says, We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, therefore, is not an act, but a habit. I hope that you take this quilt to heart and really think about it. And I hope that you live your best life. I want to thank you so much for joining me and taking the time to listen to me today on this episode of Flying Blind. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat at Evita Carrasco. That's E-V-I-T-A-C-A-R-R-A-Z-C-O. And I hope that you will join me on the very next episode of Flying Blind. And until then, I hope that you have a wonderful day and that you stay blessed and that you stay positive.